podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to a special bonus episode of the 1871 podcast with me, Mark Roach, and my co-host, Johnny Hunt. And the wait is finally over to find out who Reading's new manager is, as it's been announced that Chris Wilder will be taking charge. And uh, Johnny, just want to come to you because congratulations are in order. Our recent episode where we were talking about who we thought Reading's new manager might be, you said Chris Wilder in your number one spot, didn't you, I think? Yes. Uh, yeah. And I had him at number two, so so you win that one. Fair play to you. Um, you didn't win the 1871 podcast quiz, but you did predict Reading's new manager, so so well well done. And, and, and Johnny, look, Chris Wilder is Reading's new manager. So as a Reading fan, what is your reaction to that news? I don't think we can get anyone better, really, to be honest. The, the job we need somebody to rebuild the the, the the ethos, the team, the mindset, the playing style, the club. Uh, someone that won't take any rubbish off the owners, um, director of football. You know, Chris Wilder seems a very strong character, and we need a character in in the club that will. Call the shots as he sees it, and 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 have some hopefully some chance to actually rebuild. Not expecting this usual gamble of somebody coming in and forming a miracle to get us to a Premier League in three months, then it all goes wrong. Surprise, surprise! Repeat after year after year after year. So yeah, we've gone down. So now it's a chance to to, to redo um, and go forward. So I think it's it's the best appointment that we can have at the minute, and if. You know, if he's keen and he's motivated and he wants to do what he did with Sheffield United, then bring it on. Yeah, and um, Chris Wilder have been the favourite for a while. Um, but Chris Davis and John O'Shea, um, they both moved into contention as far as the bookmakers were concerned. And at one point, I think uh, Chris Davis was the favourite. They've both been coaches at Reading. They both played for Reading. Um, but we had some significant developments on Tuesday afternoon um, as Chris Wilder jumped from, I think it was five to four uh, in the bookmakers odds up to four to one on favourite. Um, and John O'Shea and Chris Davis moved out to eight to one. And then late on Tuesday afternoon, it was looking even more likely that it would be Chris Wilder um, as Reading's new manager as his odds went from four to one on to six to one on. So we did think an announcement might be imminent. And and what tends to happen with, with the betting is um, the odds change as and when people are betting on someone. But in this case, it was a significant change from five to four to six to one on. So that could mean that a lot of money was being bet on Chris Wilder. And that might have been because somebody knew something that we didn't. Um and look, here's what we think might have happened. And, and this is partly based on a little bit of inside knowledge. I can't say what that means, but we did have a conversation with, with somebody recently who gave us a bit of an insight, kind of knows someone who knows someone. So I'm not making this up. We did have a, a little bit of um, inside knowledge on this. And what we think happened is that Chris Wilder was Reading's first choice. We think that Reading spoke to him the club decided they wanted him as their new manager. Um, but we think what happened was that he wanted to consider his options. I think he was linked with the Hearts job as well. Um, he also wanted to have a good think about if Reading was right for him. And also if Reading were 
willing to let him manage the way he wants to because we've heard that he does like to have a lot of control. And actually, I think I think that's a good thing. Um, and the and the timing seems good, but obviously the main thing is that um, Reading have chosen a manager who they fits who they think fits with their plan. So, Johnny, let, let me ask you, why do you think Reading have gone for Chris Wilder? Um, experienced in English football at all levels. Um, knows the game. Knows how to win. Knows how to get promoted. Knows how to bring young players into a team. Knows... You know, with big club in name like Sheffield United, you know, Reading to the same degree, the expectation and the pressure that goes with that, if you like. Um, you know, what he did at Sheffield United was amazing. Um, and I think he only got relegated by a dodgy VAR goal, I think, in the end. Um, you know, but that's, you know, he, he seems very astute, very... Uh, un- Similar to Steve Coppel in that way that he knows football, he knows the game. He, you know, he's been in been in job, you know, the last job at Watford. Like you know, Dylan's had in South Africa. He's coming in with a team that's not his. It's something he's like, well, come in and just manage him to the end of the season. Like Dylan's coming, come and keep us up. You don't get a choice about how to develop that team or build a team or go out and identify targets. So it's like. It's a clean slate for Reading. It's a clean slate for him. So he can actually go, right, well, we want this, we want that, and we need that. And, you know, he knows he knows the football market, if you like. So you kind of going, well, yeah, there was a few other people that, you know, we've talked about before, the Fletchers and the whoever's and whoever's that have been around the leagues. Um, but on experience and achievement, you know, as Nathan Jones was mentioned, but when he went higher, he didn't succeed. Out of all the people that were talked about that were proven and have done it and have done it at all different levels, he ticks all the boxes for me and I'm sure for you as well. Yeah, and, and let's look at his background and his track record as, as a manager. Um, and uh, a, a lot of people know, obviously, about his time at Sheffield United, what he did there. But um, just to give you the full history, if you like, um, the the potted version of of the full history from his time as a player. So he was a right back as a player, played at Sheffield United, Rotherham, Notts County, Bradford and Brighton, um, had a few loan spells at other clubs as well. Uh, And historically, he has a a really good, really strong track record as a manager, from non-league days with Alfreton, um, Halifax, Oxford as well, Northampton, Sheffield United. So he he won four trophies as Alfreton manager, including a league title. He won promotion from the conference with Oxford. He won League Two with Northampton. He won the League One title with Sheffield United. And he also took uh, Sheffield United to automatic promotion to the Premier League in 2019. So you can see the pattern there of, you know, um, he's got experience of, of of taking a club from from League One up to the Premier League. Um, you you kind of hinted at it earlier, Johnny. How big a factor w- was that in Reading's decision to appoint Chris Wilder, do you think? I think it's the main factor. Is in, you know, you want someone that knows the game. The only question you'd go is, does he want it as, as a club? 
is he is he wants to drop down to League One and go through all that process again. So it's about the hunger of the manager wanting to do the job. We all wanting to do the job, and hopefully the owners and you know Mark Bowen and whoever else you know wants him to do the job. But you can't be him, like you know we spoke to Dylan and, and other managers. It's about the hunger and how you know how much they want it. And if Chris Wilder, you know, he's wanted it and he's maybe have to have a think because it's, you know, down south, not up north or whatever. And he's gone, well, there's an opportunity there. And he probably wants reassurances from owners and Mark Bowen that he's going to be left to do the job that he wants, not have interference from super agents like Kia that we've mentioned about before. So, he, you know, he, he probably, you know, he knows football. He knows, he knows what he wants. So he's not going to go just oh, yeah, just give me the job. He wants to do it his way, you know, and I think that's really positive. Yeah, and, and I think, for, for me personally, I think a key factor for him would have been the opportunity for him at Reading. So, uh, yes, Reading want the right fit as a manager. He wants the right fit as a club. And the reason why I think that he's decided it's the right fit as a club for him is because he can see the opportunity. So, mm. done it before with Sheffield United, taking them from League One to the Premier League. Uh, and he can now come in. It's it's a, a reset. You know, he can bring some of his own players in. Um, he can build his own team. He can build solid foundations with a, with a longer-term plan in mind. Um, but I just wanted to ask you, part of the talk has been about Middlesbrough and Watford. Um, he obviously didn't do so well at Middlesbrough. And, and Watford was was really an, an interim job two months at, at the end of the season. So I don't know how how much we can read into what happened there because he kind of took over a team that... Disaster. Very good anyway. <laughs> um, do, Johnny, do you think that, you know, we've we've talked about his, his rise and his success as a manager with, you know, culminating in taking Sheffield United up to the Premier League. Do you think his time, particularly at Middlesbrough, and, and to a much lesser extent, I think, at Watford. Do you, do you think that might be a bit of a cause for concern for, for Reading fans? I, I, it's so hard. You know, Middlesbrough are a, a big club. Everyone's a big club nowadays and, and the expectations and whatever else. Clubs have certain fits for managers for, for whatever reason and, and you're kind of going, well, yeah, you know, that's the job for him. But there's so much, you know, that goes on behind the scenes. I mean, Dylan talked about it, you know, in South Africa, you know, things that we wouldn't know about as fans, whatever club you support. Um, you know, and, and those dynamics, you know, are unknown to the public, but it sometimes makes it difficult for things to work. But I think, you know, Reading is an opportunity for Chris Wilder to put his name back on the, you know, the upward spiral rather than the downward spiral because football seems to have that merry-go-round of managers that do, you know, the, you know, Bruce's and all the others. And, Bounce, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like, so he's not he's not one of those, I don't think. I think he's, you know, he's, he's somebody that's done well and had a couple of bad experiences or things haven't worked. But the Watford one, I wouldn't even count as that because that's just a club that just has, you know, more managers every season and it's going, you know, yeah. round and round. And actually, at Middlesbrough, to start with, he, he did really well. I think he was manager of the month. I think he started mm. well, um, and then it didn't didn't end well. I think Middlesbrough were near the bottom of the table, weren't they? And then Michael Carrick's come in and you know 
uh, move things on, pro- mm. progress things. But I think I think that's the opportunity for him at, at Reading to um, to start a new chapter. And and for me, really, the key is not actually about who the new manager is specifically, but I think more importantly, it's it's about how he fits into Reading's plan. Mm. I'm sure, like you said, then. Renin have got a strategy now with Mark Bowen's input, uh, with Brian Carey's input as well, about the type of club that they want Reading to be. So therefore, the type of manager mm. that that they needed, the the type of you know, it could be the playing style, it could be the the type of players, um, but it's it's all about the plan and the strategy and how Chris Wilder fits into that and it does feel like a good fit for me and mm. I think it's for for me as a Reading fan um, and, and like you Johnny I can remember back to the days before we were in the championship you know we, we can remember to like back to the division three division four days and it was you know wasn't wasn't all good back then either was it um, but I think this is genuinely the start of a new chapter mm. for Reading I'm feeling really optimistic I think we can build solid foundations with with Chris Wilder, um, and I think he has a chance to build the team the way he wants to. So, for those two reasons, I think he's he seems like a good fit for what Reading need, and also Reading seems like a good fit mm. for him at the stage of his career. So, I, I I feel quite optimistic now, and it's it's obviously a bit of a relief. We're all like. When's the new manager going to be announced and all this sort of thing? And actually, I can, you know, we don't know what sort of season it's going to be next season. Um, we hope it's going to be a good one. I've got a bit, I've got a feeling that we'll do well. You look at the clubs that that got relegated, not the season just gone, but the season before. They all, they all did well last season. I think Reading will do well next season. And then, of course, the next step now is. Who are the new players he's going to bring in and all that sort of thing. Um, so on that note, Johnny, what do you think will be his first task um, now that he's been confirmed as the new Reading manager? What's the most important factor for him from here? To, to work out what he wants from the, the team, that, the players that he has. And then that jigsaw, we've talked about the jigsaw with so many different people. You know, we've got parts of the jigsaw there. There's a hell of a lot of pieces missing, um, you know, and it's it's not just going and get, you know, we, we've had that, we've said before about the last three years, it's just been getting players that were available for what we could do. They weren't the right choice of players in for the position or, or how we played as a team. It was a case of who was available. We just got them because they were free transfers or loans or whatever. And there was never any real kind of clear style or plan or playing, you know, or formations that, they were all kind of doing, you know, odd jobs to fit into a team. Whereas now, that's different, and he he knows football. He knows how he wants to play, but it's not going to happen overnight. And I think, you know, as, you know, everyone's thinking, "Oh, a new manager, if we go down the league, we'll just go bounce up." Like you said, but it's not that easy. But all you want to see, I think, as a fan, I'm sure the same is progress. You just want to see that, like like we did back in. Cards as days, Steve Koppel. We have, even the years that we weren't as successful, we were still around the playoffs. We were, you know, building some sort of momentum. And, and again, you, you think of, you know, with Chris, the way he does things. I, I, 
for me personally, if the way he does things and the way he builds, I think a playoff place is a, is a is a good shout or there or thereabouts. But if it doesn't happen, it's like, okay, just calm down, build again for the next season. You know, he he he's a methodical manager. He knows what he wants from his players. Um, you know, and he gets some playing for him. You know, and that's that's what you want. You want to see players out there that want to play for the club. And yep. with a manager that you know has that passion and, and and will you know get the fans behind the team, so it's exciting. It's a fresh start. We haven't had a something like this for a long time, you know. So there's always you know out of the negativity, there's always a positive. I think so, and I, I think for me, it it feels like a, a new chapter. It feels like the right fit. Um, and of course, now the new manager's been confirmed. Everyone will want to know which players are coming in, and it's relentless, <laughs> isn't it? As a football fan, yeah, yeah. like what's next? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. we've already moved on from yeah. oh, Ray. You know, we've got our new manager now, and that's been dominating all the all the chat with the Reading fans. Um, it's then, exciting though, as well, Mark. Isn't it? It's, it's kind of like it's like it's inter- like we're going to have a new a new build, a new opportunity yeah. to build something like a re- like a renovation of a house isn't it yeah, it's changing royals <laughs> yeah so look johnny thanks for that so there, there you have it it's now official chris wilder is reading's new manager and thank you for joining us cheers yours sports social podcast network